The story happened during the winter season in 2019. My name is Rubino. I'm a 28-year-old man. In 2019, I was 24 years of age, and this was the year that I finally had more than enough money to move out of my parents' house after working hard and saving money. I was able to find a house that I could rent. It was a three-bedroom, one-bathroom house, and it was about 20 minutes away from where my parents lived by car. I was happy to finally have a place of my own. When I got back home from work, it was only me, myself, and I on the weekends. I could sleep in and get out of bed at whatever time I wanted. I could relax and do whatever I wanted without being interrupted by my parents calling my name from time to time to ask me to do chores or cut the grass or to just give me shit about something I did wrong or something I didn't do. So yeah, I really enjoyed this new freedom. But on February 13th, 2019, that's when the horror happened. That night, I was in my room chilling, and I was watching some YouTube videos on my phone, when all of a sudden, I heard a loud knock at the door. In general, I always got slightly nervous whenever a stranger would knock at the door, but it was around 11pm that night, and the fact that someone was at the door at this hour was even more nerve-wracking. But I just tried to ignore them, and I went back to watching the YouTube video. Five minutes later, the person knocked on the door yet again. I decided to look out of my room's window, and I saw a large man dressed in all black just standing there. After not opening for him, I went into full panic mode when he tried to open the door. The door was locked, but he didn't give up. He tried to break the door multiple times. Instead of calling the cops, I decided to get my pistol ready, and I'm glad I did. The man broke the door's glass, unlocked the door from the inside, and then got in my place. He then ran upstairs to my room where I was, and I came face to face with this maniac. I saw him reach into his pocket, but I didn't waste any time. I fired multiple shots at him, and I shot him in the stomach. As you can imagine, he screamed very loudly from this, but somehow he managed to actually get up and run out of my house. Later on, the police came to my house, but by the time they showed up, the maniac was gone. The officers took my statements, but nothing really else happened aside from that. After this incident, my landlord installed another door that didn't have a big-ass window on it. It was much more solid than the old one, and he also installed security alarms and doorbell cameras as well, and he even lowered my monthly rent just to convince me to stay. The area is generally very safe, so I decided to stay and just try and get over it. I still live alone to this day, and I still enjoy it, but I'm now more paranoid at nighttime. Every time I go to sleep, I always lock my bedroom door just to provide myself with extra security and peace of mind. I just hope that man won't come back. This took place when I was a teenager while on summer break. My parents were going on a five-day, four-night vacation to Miami, Florida. They asked if I would be okay staying home alone which of course I was. The first three days went fine, with nothing really eventful really happening. On the evening of the third day, I had made myself some dinner, then relaxing in the living room while watching some TV 
which led to me later going to my room to play some video games. I was playing some Fortnite while talking with my friends through my headphones, when I then heard a knock at the door. I was really concerned, as it was like 11pm at this point in the night. Regardless, I was sunk into my game, so I kinda just ignored it and just continued playing my game. A short while later, I then heard a thump at my bedroom window. Now, my bedroom window was behind my desk, and I was honestly afraid to turn around. Oh shit, I don't think I locked the front door, I said to myself. I then proceeded to tell my friends that there's someone outside who could get into my house. I then threw my headphones off, and I ran downstairs as fast as I could. But as I was running downstairs, I then heard the front door creak open. I ran to my bedroom and locked the door, but not before telling my friends to call the police for me. I then turned off my computer, and I hid in my closet. My worst fears started to happen one by one. First, I heard whoever I was coming up the stairs. Then I heard my doorknob then begin to jiggle. The person then started to bang on the door very violently, and I then heard a man's voice start screaming psychotic things. I texted my parents and they said not to make a peep, that they're going to be home, and that they're going to call the cops, but I told them that I had some friends call them already. While right in the nick of time, the police had arrived. I guess my friends actually called them for me. They arrested the man, and apparently he had also been abusive, so he got an additional charge for actually beating his wife. We still to this day have no clue on why he targeted our house specifically. All we can come up with is this guy is just crazy, and I guess he just had some major issues. I didn't really sleep that well for a good while after this, but I guess that's to be expected. The story happened about three months ago in January, and it still really creeps me out to this day. I'm 17 years old, and my mom and stepdad had left me home alone for six days, as they had planned a trip to Mexico to celebrate their wedding anniversary. I was having so much fun being home alone. I was going out and partying pretty much every day without my parents ever knowing. I should also mention that my mom had actually hid her car keys from me, but obviously, I had found them. I was also driving around and seeing my girlfriend at the time as well. There was one night where I drove to her house. She lived about 20 minutes away from me, and it really wasn't a very safe area. It was also a school night, but I'd stayed at her house until about 1am. Well, as I was headed back home, I began to notice a car that was following me. I managed to lose them when I took a back way home though. Once I got home, I took a shower, and it was almost 2am at this point but my dogs were barking really loudly and aggressively. They usually never bark like that. Well, I start looking through the blinds to see what the hell's going on outside to cause them to bark this much. As I peek through the blinds, I saw a black car outside. What the fuck? I say to myself. That's the same exact car that was following me earlier. As you can imagine, I start to internally freak out. I then see two people walk through my backyard. I run and lock all of the doors and windows, and I close the curtains. I then heard a voice of what sounded like an older man, and he had a very deep voice. 
What I heard him say still gives me chills to this day. It sounded like he was on the phone with someone. This is how the conversation went. Yeah, we're here. The parents are gone. I think it's a young boy here. If I had to guess, he's around 17 to 18 years old. Yeah, don't worry. We're gonna try and take him soon. I then hear them trying to open every door and window, all the while my dogs continue to bark inside my room with me. Then, something clicked in my head. I have an older next door neighbor who's very big into guns and home protection. I knew if I was able to get his attention, he'd help me. I then zoomed to the front door, ran outside, and started screaming and banging on my neighbor's door, telling him everything that's happened thus far. Now, you would probably think by now these guys would either one, be gone by now, or two, at least made it inside the house. But no, these idiot criminals were still in my backyard. So anyways, I go with my neighbor to my backyard with him carrying a gun, and the guys are there, to which my neighbor then proceeds to scream his ass off at them, pointing his gun at them, and telling them they have five seconds to get the fuck off the property, or he's going to blast them. Also, I wanted to mention that there was three of them, which I didn't know before while I was still in the house. They all then proceeded to book it out of the backyard, then got into their car and drove off. But not before my neighbor got their license plate, then called the cops on their asses. I'm still to this day so fucking grateful for my neighbor David for doing what he did for me that night, as I truly have no idea what would have happened to me if he didn't come help me. Side note. For anyone wondering why I didn't just call the cops myself that night, well, the reason's pretty simple. I didn't want to get my parents in any kind of trouble, or have them find out about that experience, and then I get in trouble. So, yeah, they still don't know that it happened, and my neighbor David hasn't said anything either. Thank God. Still, though, I cannot believe three strange men tried to kidnap a teenage boy. You usually hear about this stuff happening to girls very often, but boys? Not so much. Anyways, that's my story. I'm forever grateful to my neighbor David for helping me out that night. Seriously, thank God for him. My story is a hard one to tell, but I really need to get it off my chest. My name is Alexander. I'm a 19-year-old male who's from a very rural county in Texas. My county was very large, however was full of farm fields and cattle, while also only having one little town inside, and it itself was very small. It's one of those towns that if you were to drive down the street, you would for sure see at least four to five people that you know. Anyway. Within our town, we had your stereotypical abandoned homes that everyone would claim different scary things to, such as ghosts, murders, etc. You know, the classics. Well, when I was 15, someone had bought and moved into one of these houses, and it really surprised the town, as this house in question was incredibly old. Like, it's literally been there since before the Civil War, and everyone thought that it would never be bought again. Yeah, and here's this guy that came out of nowhere and bought the house. My father being part of the mayor's office was very questionable about this man, as apparently after years later learning this, he had no identification with him, 
so it's pretty surprising to know that he somehow bought this house. Anyway, one night while my parents were on the couch, they told me that they were going west for a week and they were going to leave me home alone. I was really excited about this as my girlfriend at the time and I were starting to get more intimate and this was the perfect opportunity for us. Fast forward a couple of weeks and into the home alone a week itself and I'm sitting on the couch watching TV. As I'm sitting there, I flip to the local news channel and I see that an escaped convict who was wanted for breaking and entering sexual assault, pedophilia, and murder, and he had been spotted a couple of months ago just a few counties over. My mind then immediately flashed to the guy that randomly appeared and moved to the old abandoned home. That's when I got a notification that someone was at the door from the Ring app. I went to the door and opened it to see my girlfriend. Her and I made some food and then proceeded to get intimate. I won't go into details, but it didn't take long before we went to my room. As we're, you know, doing this, I hear my phone go off, seeing another notification from the Ring app. I pretty much just ignored it, thinking it was just a deer or something, since they're pretty common in the area. But then, we heard a knock at the door. We both shot up from the bed, thinking it was her parents, after then realizing it was almost 2 a.m., that's when I checked my phone, and in my horror, I saw the guy that lived in the abandoned home on the camera. He was just standing in front of the door, peering inside through the window on the top of the door frame. My girlfriend and I quickly got dressed, then moved into the living room. I stood in front of the door very quietly, and I began to listen. Now, when I tell you this guy was breathing really loud, I mean it. He was breathing loud like so loud that I could actually hear it from the other side of the door. Then after a few minutes, he began to knock. The knocking then turned into banging after maybe a couple of seconds, and he began to scream that he knew we were there, and he then demanded us to open the door. That's when I then went into fight-or-fly mode, and I shuffled my girlfriend up the stairs. I then went into my dad's office, which was on the second floor, and I grabbed a handgun from the cabinet. My dad had taught me all about gun safety, so I knew what I was doing. I walked into my parents' room where my girlfriend was sitting, and she was absolutely bawling her eyes out at this point. I yelled at her to calm down and to call the police and then go hide in my parents' closet. That's when we heard a window break downstairs and then heard him scream. You two better hope I don't find you because I'm going to hurt the both of you and I'm going to make you watch. This alone told me the man's intentions, so I primed the handgun and I pointed it right at the door as my girlfriend was now calling the police. Just then, the door to my parents' room started to bang as he was now trying to open it. I then screamed, I have a handgun pointed to the door, and if you don't leave right now, I'm going to pull the fucking trigger. The banging then stopped, and what followed scared the living shit out of me. The man then proceeded to laugh and then say, Good, I have one of my own. I aimed my weapon right at the door and I was preparing myself. When I then heard the police sirens in the distance, I then heard the man on the other side quickly shuffle down the stairs and then out the door. The police arrived and questioned us and kept us company. My parents ended up flying home later that night and made a promise that they would never let this happen again. We moved not too long after that to Ohio, 
as my dad's company had an office in Columbus. The scary part, however, is after all these years, I decided to do some research and I learned that the man was never actually caught and that he was last seen on that night. I really hope that after what he did to me, he at least left the country or he was finally killed trying to break into someone else's home. But even to the time I'm writing this, there's still really a part of me that really wishes I had pulled that trigger. I was 15 years old at the time of this story, and I'm a male. And for privacy reasons, I'll call myself Joe. My parents were going to be going on a two-day business trip, and they told me I was going to be home alone to watch the house. Well, after they left, I had called three of my friends letting them know and to see if they wanted to have a two-night sleepover at my place. We'll refer to two of them as Jake and Sammy. They came over at 8 p.m. that night, with my third friend telling me he couldn't come over. So anyways, Jake, Sammy, and I just did the normal, regular things that friends do. We played video games, talked about things that were happening at school, etc. Well, right at around 11 o'clock at night, we had heard a knock on the door. We were all sleeping in the basement at the time. I have one of those houses with a backyard door in the basement. The curtains were closed, and I walked over and opened them, but I didn't see anything there. I then closed the curtains, and I just walked back to my friends. Then right after that, we heard yet another knock at the door. I opened the curtain yet again, this time seeing a guy standing right in front of the door. Like, he literally popped right in front of the door. In fear, I screamed and jumped back, and I told both of my friends to run upstairs with me. We all ran to my room, and we silenced our phones. I had texted my third friend who couldn't make it that night to see if he was pulling some kind of dark prank on us. But, lo and behold, he wasn't. We then heard the front door creak open. We were all as silent as we could be, when I heard what sounded like the man walking around my house. He had done this for a while, then he walks upstairs. We could all hear the sounds of the steps creaking while we're in the closet with the door closed, when we then heard the bedroom door open. I then began whispering to my friends to hide. My closet luckily had a lot of clothes on the closet floor, as well as a junk of old toys that I used to play with as a kid. So we all hid behind and under my clothes, while also having the light off. Just then, the door began to be banged on, until it then finally flew open. I was literally right by the door when the man walked in, and I even saw a knife in his pants. After looking for a brief moment, he then took off, then back down the stairs and out of the front door of the house. I'm so thankful that he didn't spot us under all the clothes. Anyways, after he took off, I then immediately went for the phone and called 911. They eventually arrived, and the man had totally ransacked the house. There was furniture tipped over, as well as some of my parents' money that had actually been stolen. Obviously, my parents came home that same day, and they had to cancel their trip. They tried to comfort me, and they did what they could to make me feel better, but after that day, I never stayed home alone again. We did, however, find out who the culprit was in all this. We have cameras installed on our property, which I totally forgot to mention at the beginning of this story. So anyways, the culprit, you might ask? 
It was none other than one of our sketchy-ass neighbors who was about to lose his house because he couldn't afford it anymore. So he got the bright idea to rob someone's house, which ended up being ours, I guess. He was caught that same day, and my parents pressed charges. I'm really glad we're all okay, but I will still always wonder what would have happened to us kids if he had actually found us in that closet. Hey everyone, I hope you all enjoyed these stories. If you ever want to submit your own, you can do so at southerncannibal.com. Have a good night everyone, and remember, to always stay.